Welcome to Beach to Sandy, Water to Wet, a podcast featuring real reviews written by people who just need the world to know what they think. Between you and me, I wanted to like this podcast, but I'd give it zero stars if I could. Happy December. Happy December. It's time. It's time for that time of the month. It is between Y-A-U. B-Y-A-U. That's the initialism for between you and us. Good job. Thank you. I've been practicing. Yeah. Earlier I texted you. Do you want to text? <laughs> what was do it? Do you want to record B-U-A-S? <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. I knew what you meant. Yeah, it, I was way off. I didn't even question it. I was just waking up. So... Between you and us, this is where we read reviews that you sent in to our email, mm-hmm. beach2sandy at gmail.com, with the subject, Between You and Us. In the subject. Oh, you said that. Yes. Uh, I also wanted to add that, um, just so, I know we've said this before, but just so you guys know, we're not ignoring you. If we don't read your review or we don't respond, um, we're getting close to a thousand in our folder so uh, it's getting pretty wild <laughs> we just kind of pick them as we go and um so if we don't get to yours or don't respond do not feel hurt and if you're sitting there like i wrote them in may and they never used mine it's never gonna happen well all of mine are from may <laughs> this, this, this time yes. oh my god <laughs> so uh yeah so it's never it's never hold too out late. hope and don't stop listening to us because we're terrible and don't we're ignoring you okay so uh i think we both have six yes do you want to start or, or well me? six uh emails i think one of mine has a couple oh, okay. like a response but yeah you were you start then i'll go ahead so my first one is from Haley, and Haley says hey y'all my husband and i are currently looking for a hotel to stay uh in for a mini vacation in new orleans and came across this hilarious review for the historic streetcar inn what's that um, well, uh, Haley does say, say that the price is $50 a night, Oh, so you shouldn't expect much, but she did say the one-star review is probably justified. And hopefully you found a better place to stay, Haley, because this was written in May, so I don't know where you guys ended up, but <laughs> here is the review that Haley sent in. It is written by Megan. They gave rooms a one, service a one, and location a two. Okay. So here we go. Horrible. If I could give a zero, I would. The first room they gave us was already occupied. We walk in and found someone else's luggage. The second room was so dirty. There were cigarette holes in the blanket and the sheets were worn out and long black hairs everywhere. Then the icing on the cake was this. There was fermented poo in the toilet. No. That was it. We were out of there. We did get a refund, but it has not been posted to my account. I have a receipt, so let's hope it shows up soon. Spend the extra money and stay somewhere nice. Horrible. Update! We were told we would get a full refund, but when we called today, they said no. They actually said, did you read the reviews? We are not the Ritz. We don't need the Ritz. 
We just wanted a clean room with no old smelly poop in the toilet. How could a room have been cleaned between customers and still have old poop in it? Sorry to be graphic, but this is ridiculous. End of review. I like how they're like, did you read the review? She's like, I wrote the review. (laughs) (laughs) That's the point. It's like literally like, they're like, come on, we're not the Ritz Carlton here. Shit happens here, literally. So fermented. Also, the fact that she said fermented, like she was seeking the right adjective, and I was like, "That's not the one." I don't. I don't think unless there's like apple cider vinegar in there too, or something. God. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hmm, what's the best way to break this down? Oh, vomitous. Um, that's foul, and I'm sorry Mm -hmm. for Megan, but also, um, yeah, that place avoid probably. I would say. Yeah, hopefully Haley and her (laughs) husband did. Oh, God. Terrible. Um, yeah, some of the hotel ones. Long black hairs everywhere. I just pictured, like, a room as it was being described. And then just suddenly, like, hairs on every... Oh, it's so... Yeah. Friggin' oh, gross. It's gross. All right. My turn? Yep. Okay. So this was sent in by Alitza. And um, Alitza says, Hey, Alex and Christine and Junie and Gio and Lemon and anyone else who might have made an appearance on the podcast in more recent episodes. I'm not caught up. So trying to cover all my bases. Just wanted to send you guys a review I saw that made me do a double take. For context, this is for Black Phoenix Alchemy Lab, who create perfume oils based on stuff like fantasy, mythology, etc. I think Ultraviolet mentioned in the review is a fragrance they do. So this is a Facebook review, and it's actually a five star. A couple of mine are more lighthearted because I feel like I keep dragging everybody down. We could use that. I'm trying. I'm trying my best. Um, So this is what uh, Amanda said of black phoenix alchemy lab which is this perfumery Mm -hmm. black phoenix alchemy lab saved me from a deer tick i found her on my ear and once i stopped shuddering and chanting tick on my ear my boyfriend shouted peppermint oil they hate peppermint i shouted back i don't have that but i do have a huge collection of black phoenix alchemy lab made with pretty much any essential oil i could imagine wanting ultraviolet did the job the tick withdrew i smell great so five stars from me none from the tick oh my god (laughs) saving saving people from lyme disease one tick at a time that's what b-a-b-p-a-l does b-p-a-l back b-p-a-l did i get it yep uh thanks bringing people away from lyme yep (laughs) Um, yeah, so thank you, Alitza, for sending that in. Uh, I that is lighthearted, life saving, lighthearted, nice, right? Except for the little baby tick, but she'll be okay. I'm impressed that was it the boyfriend who's mm-hmm. like peppermint oil. How the hell does anyone know that? I don't know. My like all my knowledge of ticks was from what Michael Carey, our next door neighbor, would tell us, and mm-hmm. it was. I feel like most of it was just not even true. And it was probably mostly like avoid them or you will die. Or like, I'll cut your finger off if there's one. Oh on yeah, it. that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'll he, die one way or the other. He one time cut off my pigtail with uh, hedge hedge cutters. Oh, good times. Good times. Thank God I had some peppermint oil. Yes. To repel, to, repel to him. Repel. <laughs> <laughs> they hate peppermint oil. Oh, all right, your turn. Oh, no. <laughs> my next one was sent in by Alexis. And Alexis was reading the reviews of a brunch place that uh, her boyfriend uh, and she went to th- that morning. And that morning was May 18th. <laughs> uh, oh, right. They... May, that morning that she sent the email, you're saying? Yes. I see. So um, I was about to say this morning. I'm like, nope, this was many months ago. <laughs> um, and yeah, so 
then, of course, they looked up the Yelp reviews because they didn't really like it. And they enjoyed disgruntled ramblings from this fella uh, named Gary. Oh, and disgruntled Gary. Disgruntled Gary. And Alexis has a suggestion to everyone. Um, if you're interested in a drinking game, you can take a shot every time he mentions 40 or anniversary. Take a sip of your 40 every time. Take a sip 40. of your 40 every time he mentions 40. Got it. I'm on it. Let me grab my 40. Okay. It's under this couch cushion. Oh, wow. Oh my! How many are down there? What the heck? Only eight or nine. Oh, wow. <laughs> JK, this is a sparkling well, you'll get, water. You'll get through all of them here. <laughs> Here's Gary's review of Scratch in Mountain View, California. I could have told you not to eat there. Scratch? <laughs> Scratch. That's awful. <laughs> it does not sound like a good name. I'd, I'll give you that. Okay. Gary says, My amazing wife and I were celebrating our 40th anniversary today. Yes, you heard correctly. 40 years. I'm already drunk. <laughs> All week we discussed where we wanted to go and had a who's who of restaurants assembled from San Francisco to Monterey. <laughs> I know. A who's who of restaurants. I'm so lame. I'm just like, oh, it's our anniversary. I guess we can like make noodles. (laughs) Gary, a who's who. After much discussion, we decided, as Mountain View residents, we should choose to celebrate our special occasion at our favorite local Castro Street restaurant, Scratch. Scratch has always been a go-to for us. Great food, great service, great cocktails. Never been disappointed. Until now. That said, the food was quite good. The service was good. The folks bussing the dishes were amazing and totally on top of it. Unfortunately, the entire experience rang hollow. When making the reservation through Open Table, which I love, I pointed out that this dinner was a very special occasion, our 40th anniversary, and we were excited to be spending it at Scratch. Didn't ask for any freebies, just wanted them to know we were coming in for a very special occasion. I mean, come on. How many couples make it to 40 months? Never mind 40 years. <laughs> Wait, no, for a minute I really thought he was saying we made it to 40 oh, months. Yeah. And I was like, Gary, fuck you. <laughs> you oh really led God, me Gary. astray. <laughs> and we still love and like each other. When we arrived, the hostess and manager, I think, had a challenge finding our reservation. But that was quickly rectified and we were soon sitting at a nice windows table in the main dining area. Cocktails, appetizers, and main courses came out on time, actually a little too fast, and tasted great. Our waiter lost track of us a couple of times, but the support staff more than made up for his lack of attentiveness. Dinner was wrapping up and we were still not wished a happy anniversary. (laughs) Not once. We ordered coffee and dessert. Coffee came out slow. Sugar that we ordered came out when we were ready for our second cup. And when dessert arrived, ice-cold creme brulee, Still no one recognized our special event. The bill came super fast and was processed even faster. Still no recognition. While leaving, my wife asked the chilly hostess if our reservation mentioned that this was our 40th anniversary. Surely the message was lost in translation from open table to scratch. The hostess replied, yes, it was there. When asked if our waiter knew, she said he should have. Really? It was listed in our reservation, and you did not greet us appropriately? And when discussed with you at the end of our meal, you still did not say anything about it being our anniversary? Again, 
I did not want anything for free. I dropped well over $200 on the dinner and tipped appropriately on top of that and was glad to do it. I just wanted someone, anyone, to recognize and share in our special moment. But no one cared. No one made our special day special. What was once our favorite go-to restaurant was an epic fail. Customer care was an epic fail. So moving forward, Scratch is now scratched off our list of restaurants. We will not be back. We will no longer share special moments there. And that makes us real sad. End of review. Oh my goodness, Gary, get it together, (sighs) bud. Gary, Gary, Gary. Chill. I know. Are you okay? Gary's not okay. Oh my gosh. Oh, shit. I haven't wished him a happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, Gary. I greeted him so inappropriately earlier. <laughs> Just like... How wild is that? But, like, what in the world? Open Table lets you click on, like, it's my birthday. It's my... I have never had that ever work. I have, like, once. I put in, like, it's my birthday. And they were like, oh, happy birthday. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> like, yeah. that was it. And I was actually very surprised. Um, I think someplace actually even gave me, like, a dessert or something. Mm-hmm. Or asked if we wanted yeah. to do dessert. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, what, what are you doing, sir? Yeah, really? What? I mean, come on. I like how he's like, we waited for coffee. Maybe then they would notice. Yeah. Like, what are they going to notice? Like they were just being <laughs> passive aggressive the entire time and probably really rude about it. Like, they had like, their wedding rings like on the like, table. Clink, like, clinking. clinking. <laughs> oh my God. 40 years. 40 years. I, that is a long time. That is impressive. Gary and Mrs. For Gary. someone with such high standards, that's very impressive. Right? Yeah. Well, I guess they both had those things. They must. Because they both seemed upset. I like how it ruined their entire 40-year anniversary that nobody... That their food was great. And they couldn't share it with anyone else. Like, it's not about sharing it with each other. He was upset that he couldn't share it with (laughs) With anyone else. (laughs) I mean, come on. But also, it bothers me how many positive things were in there about how great the food staff was, how much they loved that restaurant, how much... How great most of the staff were. The, how great the waiter did lose track of them a few times, which I was like, "Where were they? Were they wandering <laughs> around telling everyone it was their anniversary?" Oh, he lost track of us again. Oh no! Um, it also reminds me of like, the, oh god, it was probably like episode two, maybe one. I don't know. Very early with the uh, strawberries on the floor, oh, where yeah, that, that woman was... was just so upset that there were no strawberries for her and her husband's anniversary that she, like her nose started to bleed. Oh my god! Yeah, she handed a bloody towel to the concierge what a fucking mess <laughs> it's the same anniversaries idea. seem to bring out the worst in people clearly or on yelp at least that was that's wild <laughs> gary well thank you alexis and i do want to add a little note alexis said um p.s i just listened to between you and us episode four and alex you are not alone bean sprouts are the worst and i don't even put them in my pho Thank you. You don't like bean sprouts? No, I made a whole thing about bean sprouts. I'm sure we've already had sprouts. a long conversation. I and lo- I think you get you were like, what is your problem? I like, love you're bean like, sprouts. Bean sprouts have to be in pho. And they I'm like, do? Nope. They make it crunchy? I, I don't do it. I'm sorry. Thank you, Alexis. Thank you. Okay, I have one from um, Keela. I think it's pronounced Keela. Who's to say? Mm, who's to say? There's no message whatsoever. Just a picture of the review, which I kind of love. It's just easy. can jump right in. Yeah, we hate hearing from you guys. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> I just mean I'm not I know. offended that I can't share this special moment. Mm, I wasn't so true. greeted appropriately so true. by Keela. Kayla? Keela? Uh, so this is a review of, it's a one-star review of Killarney's Irish Pub in Huntington Beach. 
This is a one-star review, and it doesn't say who wrote it, but here it is. If you want to pay $10 for ginger beer, this is your place. I ordered a Moscow Mule last night, and the lady bartender with frizzy hair and excessive makeup made me a drink that was about 95% ginger beer. I gave her a $1 tip, but then I scratched it off and only tipped her 25 cents, because there was no way I was going to pay $10 for an 8-ounce drink of ginger beer. A couple minutes later, I went to the bathroom, and she stomps in and yells in her high-pitched voice, Were you the person that tipped 25 cents? I said, I sure am. She grabbed my drink from my hand and threw it on the floor and stomped right outside. (laughs) Oh my god, okay. Yeah, things got a little heated. There were other customers in there who saw, and even one of them said she was a little scared and thought that was very rude of her. I bonded with the other customers, and... (laughs) It's like, like an hour later, they all come out. They've just been talking and like just, sharing in a circle about They're their covered problems. in like glass and ginger beer. I just hate that cliche always of like, oh, terrible. women go into the bathroom and make friends. But I'm like, but then we clearly just keep doing it because. I mean, oh, that I'm thinking like the cliche of Yelp reviewers somehow making friends. Oh, that too. Yeah. It's just other people don't want to get on their bad side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she says i bonded with the other customers and we exchanged instagram handles afterwards (laughs) dear lord probably because they were like gonna report her i took a picture in the bathroom timestamp 12 48 a.m april 27 2019 so you can check the security footage if you have any of her going to the bathroom so you can see this is all true i also took a picture of the receipt so don't try to change my 25 cent tip to 25 dollars or 250 dollars out of spite because oh boy This is truly kind of a funny story, so I hope the readers at least get a laugh from this tragedy, and secretly hoping it goes viral, so give this review a thumbs up so people can see their true brand. End of review. Okay, that last bit was terrible. You have to, like, wish it goes viral out loud. It's not, it's not good. Keela slash Kayla gave it a like. Take that back. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Was this Kayla trying to get their review (laughs) to go viral, perhaps? I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong. Kila, Kyla. Too bad there's nothing about us that has gone viral. What if it's Kyla? Now I've been just saying it all I wrong. I know. I was going to say that. Ke- Ke- How do you spell it? K-E-I-L-A. I'd say Kayla. Oh, shit. Okay. Kayla. What have you been saying? Uh, I said Kila and Kayla and Kyla. Oh, okay. We've got all our bases covered. Um. So, yeah, that's terrible. I mean, it's all terrible. Oh, like, yeah. All of it on no, both. It is it's, bad. If the server really came in or the bartender and threw the drink on the floor, sure, that is wildly inappropriate. I like to think some steps happened between knocking the drink on the floor and, like, oh, I tipped you 25 cents. Yes. Like, I like to think at least there was some sort of back and forth. Exchange, perhaps. Yes. If not, still well, since shitty. we're only getting one side, I'm going to assume that there is another side to it. And since this person is trying to make that side go viral, quote-unquote, yes. you, you yeah. have to think maybe there was slight embellishment. But who's to say? Who's to say? Wow. Wild, Thank though. you, Kayla, Kyla, Kila. Don't tip 25 cents. It's not her fault that the pri- drinks are priced a certain way. Also, ginger beer or um, Moscow meals are sweet as hell, and it's hard to tell if there's anything else in them. And also, then just say, hey, there's too much ginger beer. Can I have more vodka in this? And guess what? They'll do it. Yeah. Be a decent person, Lord. maybe. Lord. Oh, boy. Okay. My next one is from Allie. Allie says, hi, Alexander, Christine, and Monty Jr. <clears throat> Hello. With the summer days coming up, I started looking for a lounge chair to use in my backyard to get my tan on. Well, I'm reading this in wintertime. Oh, I was like, are they in Australia? And then I was like, oh. This was written in May. (laughs) Okay. Um, So here is review. (laughs) 
a review of a chair. <laughs> and Christina, I'm just going to let you react to okay. if you can see from there. What is that? Pictures. <gasps> oh my God, it's the ones with the whole face. Yes. Face and hole. I have one of those. So there's a, a face hole, uh-huh. two arm holes that are like, would be kind of in line with where your neck is. Oh, I didn't see the arm holes. <laughs> Doesn't look like that comfortable. So you're kind of like, oh yeah, doing yeah. a push-up stance. Okay. Yeah, I have one of those. It's actually kind of nice. Well, Sarah did not like it. Oh no. Sarah gave it one star with the title, simply put, this should be recalled. Okay. So the honest review of this item. The clip will not last its first use. The padding around the face is useless and falls through. The material is already starting to pull apart. Okay, so if you want to use this lounger, you will need something to pad the face area, the armholes, and to cover the chair's hardware where it will make your hips get cut. Even with the padding, I cannot use it for belly time. The armholes are not large enough. Even padded, they cut into the arms and cut all circulation off. While this is happening, your face hole doesn't line up with the arms, and it cuts deeply into the neck. Even with all my padding, it cuts all circulation off to the head. Oh, no, all of it? How do you think she ended up on the reviews? Oh, my God. (laughs) She had no circulation to her brain. Oh, no. Um... All <laughs> circulation, all of it. That's so good. Okay. Even laying out 20 minutes the first time, I literally blacked out. <laughs> it's been... You went unconscious? Don't. It's not over. When I went to lay on my back, simply rolling over, the second time I used it was probably around 15 minutes. My husband asked me something, and when I sat up to talk to him, I fell and cracked my head, blacking out again. <gasps> oh my god, oh my god. Oh no, what is going on here? These pics, and there are a bunch of pics of, um, like, blurred out of the face, like, with <clears throat> red, like, from like MS welts. Paint or something. No, red paint, like. Oh, her face they, is blurred with yeah, red paint. Yeah, they scribbled over their face, but Got it. it's like their face in the hole, their arms through the hole. Oh, it's like of the hole, but yeah, then the face it is has like a bun- Yes. MS Paint. Um, so these pics were taken the second time. Please recall this item. Please do not purchase this, ladies. Those have a bunch of question marks and exclamation <laughs> oh, points. Oh, I can tell. Someone is really going to get hurt. I only hope Amazon approves this review. They tend to block negative reviews I try to post every now and then, but I believe in full honesty about every product. End of review. Dear Lord. They tend to block uh-huh. my negative reviews because I usually end up hitting my head even when I'm yes. putting on a pair of socks. I like the full honesty part, and it's like, yep, in full honesty, I had zero circulation to my brain. And I blacked out. What? Twice. And then I asked my husband something. My husband asked me something. I sat up and hit fell off. What? That's not the chair's fault. I don't know. Yeah, I there was no evidence that that was the fault of the chair. Also, like, uh, yeah, I just wonder about this blacking out thing. I'm like, there must be something wrong. You should probably see yeah. A doctor. It doesn't sound it, healthy, no. but I don't think it's the chair that's unhealthy. No, like I, something yeah. about what you're doing and the way. To, I don't know. I'd assume. 
Maybe it's that scarf that she has tied really tight around her neck, just cutting off all the circulation to her head. I did see that in those pictures. Yeah, it, well, that part wasn't blurred out by Emma's paint. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't with people. I How do you not know how to use a chair that badly? I like I don't get it. I have one of those, and it's like just a stupid shitty chair. It was like 30 bucks. Yeah. And like it's not the most comfortable in the world, but I mean, I'm not going to like find my demise by laying on it Seriously. for 20 minutes i mean and also if you're like laying on it for two minutes and you're like oh my god all the circulation to my head is being cut off like don't keep laying in it for 18 more yes <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh i don't even know what to do with this person well i kind of want this chair now just to try it <laughs> to cut off your circulation recall this chair okay <laughs> ladies do not buy do not buy now I want to buy one, yeah. Um, okay, so this is a review. I'm going to do one more positive one. Um, this is from Natalie, and it says, Hello, siblings, she for fur babies, and dare I say lemon? You dare. You daren't. <laughs> Ran into this review on Camo Crocs. While late night Amazon shopping and knowing Christine's affinity for camo shoes, I knew I had to send it along. So I have a pair of Rothy's um, mm-hmm, made know. out of water bottles, and they're called Neon Camo. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought that... Uh, it's actually pronounced Flage. Flage, yeah. That's what Selena and I used to say. I said Camo this weekend, and Selena was like, I think you mean Flage. Um, but th- I thought that Natalie sent this because of my affinity, my, un- my anti-affinity for Crocs, oh. which is something that I hold deeply. Mm-hmm. In my heart. And um, Francisca, my little sister, is obsessed with Crocs. She made me go to the Crocs store. My little sister. On Black Friday. Loves Crocs, too. Yeah. Yeah. It was terrible. We didn't even go inside because mom and I were like, we don't want to be a part of this. Um, But yeah, so she loves Crocs. Apparently Crocs are cool now. Yes. I have no understanding of any of this, um, and I don't want to be involved, but apparently... um, I wonder what she's going to get us for Christmas. She asked me. She literally was online and... No irony in her voice was like, hey, what if I get you a pair of Crocs for Christmas? Yep, I knew it. Yep. This is a review uh, from by Jeremy, and this is a uh, review of the Camo Croc Clogs. Camo Crocs Clogs. Five stars. Verified purchase. Get you some. Best pair of Crocs I've ever purchased. They are the only pair I've ever purchased. These Camo Crocs up your game with the women. The camo hides your feet and makes you pretty well invisible to others unless you want to be seen. I can't tell you how many women come up to me and say they love my Crocs and then try to take me home. I wear my camo Crocs all the time on dates to a movie, mowing the lawn, hunting, fishing, even in bed. They are the most comfortable thing your feet will ever feel. I will be buried in these camo Crocs one day. I know some of you may think that's selfish and that I should pass them down to them. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Your first thought. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Oh, what a narcissist. I'll be buried in these camo crocs one day. I know some of you may think that's selfish and that I should pass them down to the next generation. I just can't do that. They're just too beautiful to let go after I let go. End of review. Fair. Okay. And actually, interestingly enough, Jeremy, uh, this is a verified purchase. And I Jer- like that, that it's verified. It, yeah, it's not like uh, he just went trolling around. But Jeremy's photo is also, it looks as though he's a hunter. He's holding a dead deer. And okay. uh, he's in all camo from literally hat all the way down. And so I just, I can't see his feet, but oh I assume. Oh my God, I bet. So, I bet he's wearing his camo Crocs. Actually, I can't really see anything. Oh, true. He's just, I just see a dead deer. Just a dead <laughs> floating deer floating. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So 
I think that he's not well, messing if, around. If he's getting real use out of him like that, I mean, hey, can't can't judge that. I mean, I still don't understand the whole Crocs obsession. Um, I haven't tried any on that fit me. Have you tried on ones that don't fit you? Well, Francisca I, I probably made me at some point. Oh. But I don't remember. But yeah, they're supposed to be really comfortable, but I, I've never tried them, so I don't really you know. You know what else? So Selene and I were asking um, Francisca questions because we didn't understand 99% of the things she was saying. And she explained like e-girl and like soft girl. Do you know these things? Yeah, and I'm an e- uh, and there's a there's also the the boy version e boy. That's a thing. And um, like me. we were trying to understand the labels based on what our MySpace labels were back in the day. Uh, and she, basically, she said that at school Crocs are cool. Obviously, there's the Visco girl, which I'm still trying to understand. And then also, she said that um. It's cool now to wear Summit Country Day sweatshirts at Walnut, which is weird because that's where we went to school and where now she goes to school. It's cool to wear sweatshirts from our high school. Really? That's what she said. And she's like, yeah, a lot of people have Summit sweatshirts. I don't get it. I Honestly, I'm like, okay, well, you have eight that's that are in my closet. It's, that's obnoxious. It's very obnoxious, yes. And, and not because I'm offended that they would wear it, but I'm like... I would not be caught dead wearing that. Yeah, not Just anymore. That. No. <laughs> um, that's interesting. Okay. Anyway, I just wanted to keep you in the loop. Learning. Yeah. All right. My next one is from Brianna. It says, after listening to your last episode about DMVs, that's how long this was. Oh, no. May 15th. I keep wanting to yell at them, and then I'm like, wait, this is you. Yeah. I remembered this gem from uh, a woman who wrote a bad Yelp review about me for IDing her at a wine bar that I used to work for. Oh. She quoted me, but it was definitely not something that I said. Both the review about myself and her DMV experience are included below. Oh, my God. So first I'll do the DMV experience. This is by Kate. Two stars. The office is clean and looks to be organized, but I strongly recommend you not take your behind-the-wheel test in this place. I've been there yesterday, and examiner literally failed me. She was also extremely mean, especially after seeing my international driver's license. My test only lasted for five minutes, and she didn't want to go further with me. Parentheses, I didn't keep the lane when I was turning. I asked her to give me another chance, since I'm working, and it's hard for me to find the time for this test. She was really picking on me and said I didn't look over the shoulder when I turned, which is totally not true. Eventually, she added... Don't worry, I also failed it a couple of times. You can do it again. Very bad impression. You don't treat people like that. Very disappointed. We'll retake my test somewhere else. End of review. And then she said, stop reviewing us on Yelp while you're trying to take the yeah, drive exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, gosh. So, yeah, you fail your test pretty quick. And because then you, you give You a, blame the yeah, instructor. You give an actual reason. And then say, well, I'm out of here. Oh God! And I'll they can't. You. They, you can't retake the test because you're busy. That's not yeah. how this works. Yeah. God. Not, you know who's busy? People who work at the fucking have to work at the fucking DMV. Yeah. Right. I know. Oh, gosh, that's busy. I'm okay. sorry. You have so much to do. Lady. And so, and everyone else who goes there. How terrible must that be to be that person who gives yeah, the test and you have to get in the car with all these randoms in their car? Yeah. And then like hope they don't you know text. That's so true. Right on Yelp while they're God, that's driving. that's scary. Right? I never even thought of that. Okay, I'm... Nope, don't like that. All right. Okay, here is uh, the next review. This is of Corks and Crowns. One star. 
This is a, a review of where Brianna works. Correct. Or, or used to work. Or yes. Okay. Um, yeah. So that where where Brianna used to work. One star. I didn't have a chance to taste their wine, but I can definitely tell the staff is the rudest ever. We walked in and asked if it's possible to get a glass of wine. The bartender gave us a menu and then asked for ID. I am not from the U.S., so I only had my international driver's license with me. The girl said they wouldn't accept this since she doesn't know how it looks like and that maybe it's a fake one. I said, sorry, I don't bring my passport since I'm afraid to lose it. She said, sorry, I can't accept it. I was trying to negotiate with her and said, there's no reason for me to lie, etc. Eventually she said, well, if you don't like something, just go somewhere else. We headed to Santa Barbara Winery. The guy was super friendly and did not have any concerns about my international driver's license. I do understand that Cork and Crowns has its own rules, but being rude to customer and basically say, get out of here, is not only mean, but very unprofessional. End of review. I'm very busy and I failed my driver's license test today, so stop <laughs> being so rude to customer. I bet Brianna was like, maybe the first time reading that, like, wait, who was working then? Wait, wait, I was what, <laughs> me. <laughs> it's like this moment of like this person's talking about awful. me, but not. Did so? Wait, did um did Brianna say what was mis like what they actually said? What um, she actually said? just no, just said she quoted me, but it was definitely not something that I said. I assume she didn't what say happened was like yes, <laughs> the situation happened where like yes, she did not accept right. this international ID that she did not recognize. Um, and didn't feel comfortable giving her alcohol, <laughs> right. which makes total sense to me. Um, like, I understand. I mean, it's going to be a policy thing. But um, anyway, but yeah. And then this person, like, never, like, just basically said this. They were told to get the get out of there. Hmm. This, I mean, the, both of the reviews have international IDs. I wonder. I do wonder. I mean, I yeah. Wonder. I do wonder. But, um, you know, there aren't many people in this world with international IDs, so it really could be the same person. <laughs> and a uh, little fun fact about this that DMV thing happened on January 22nd of 2016, and Corks and Crowns situation had happened February 8th, 2016. I'm telling you it's the same so, person. No, it is. Oh, it is. This? That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, I thought you. No, I was joking the whole time that it was the same person. Oh no, it actually is. Oh, that's what's funny. I'm so stupid. It's like literally they failed their license, their driver's license on in January, <laughs> February they went and they didn't have a U.S. driver's license because they failed their test. Oh, I'm so stupid. Okay, I get it. I also was thinking, like she's dry, she's drinking and driving around different wineries. I'm like, God, this lady yeah. better be careful. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's making me nervous. Oh, my God. Okay. Just, like, not looking over her shoulder. <laughs> Yelping while driving. Aye. Okay. Let's see. So, this is a review. Oh, my goodness. This one just, ugh, terrible. This is a review sent in by Aaron. And Aaron says, Hi, Alex and Christine. Love the show. The episode on Grand Rapids apartment complexes was my favorite, but I'm a little biased because I'm from there. Um, I can't help but laugh whenever I drive past one of the places you read reviews of. Here's another gem from Michigan's second largest city. The owner's reply takes the review to the next level. Aaron. This is a review uh, by Matt Levy, and it doesn't say, Oh, it's of GR Bagel. Grand Rapids Bagel? Maybe? I assume so. Um, <clears throat> this is by Matt. Two stars. 
There must be something in the water at this place, where to begin? I ordered a cinnamon raisin bagel with lox bread, and the person at the counter criticized my order as being a faux pas. This was somehow in reference to the New York candidate who did so in NYC, except she butchered the reference because the order was lox, not lox spread. Okay. Oh my, what is that? A Do you lot know of, about this? No, I have no I idea. I either. I think um, somebody... So, oh, so yeah, here we go. Cynthia Nixon ordered a cinnamon raisin and lox bagel, and it was like a thing that people got obsessed with. Because uh, it's disgust sounds she's disgusting. She's the New York governor, and I think, yes, it looks like she's, because she's the New York governor, people, and it's a gross combination, people freaked out. And they were like, you should you should have better taste in bagels if you're going to be serving if the you're people of New York. Yep. Yeah, New York City, I, I assume is what's happening. Um a bagel with cream cheese, lox, red onion, tomato, and capers is an iconic New York food stuff like a slice of pizza folded in half or a dirty water hot dog, but Nixon's wild card substitution of a cinnamon raisin bagel is what's causing people to lose their minds. So, anyway, that's what that's what this is referring to. This was somehow in reference to the New York candidate who did so in NYC, except she butchered the reference. The order was lox, not lox spread. Tomato, onion, capers, cream cheese on cinnamon bagel. So the comparison ain't cutting it, lady. Never mind that you shouldn't criticize your customer orders. Then, after I told her I was from New Jersey, I was told that doesn't really count compared to NYC. They pride themselves on hand-making their cream cheese here. Let's be real, honey. Every single NJ bagel shop hand-makes its cream cheese, just like the six or so shops in my hometown. The horse is really high at this place. Now to the bagel. The second star was given because the flavors were good. Sweet, light cream cheese, hint of salt on the locks. Lots of raisins in the bagel. I'm going to throw up. I, this is I, so gross. I'm just realizing how nasty this the bagel. is. Right? I love lox and I love like caper. Like I like gross foods, but like don't put it on a cinnamon bagel. Like whether or not it's lox or lox spread. It might even be worse than it's lox Exactly. <laughs> like, the, I still consider this it. a faux pas. I wouldn't, it's if terrible. to be fair, if this were my customer, I wouldn't tell them they're committing a faux pas. My thought is it was like a joke. Like, oh, like yeah. that lady. Yeah. Because it seems to be around the same time that happened. Yeah. You know? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But sure, maybe not. But that being said, sweet, light cream cheese, hint of salt in the locks, lots of raisins in the bagel. Sadly, the goodness stops there. The lock spread had no significant chunks of locks in it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, to mix with my raisins. Oh, God. You could barely see the pink come through in the color. Second, the bagel was pint size, probably half of a good Jersey bagel. Nobody says that, by the way. No. <laughs> Good Jersey bagel. And the whole thing was soft. A quality bagel should have a crusty exterior. After she asked how the bagel was and I brought up the crust, I heard an excuse about how, well, we don't have the right size ovens here to do it that way. Hold up. I thought these guys were the real deal. Criticize the customer and then you hand me that kind of line when you know you aren't up to snuff. Listen, I've only got one thing to say about this place. Forget about it. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> and then the owner... GR Bagel responded. <clears throat> Don't call me honey. End of review. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, yes. I'm so happy. <laughs> that just completes it in my mind. Okay, no, that's I don't understand so nice. this. He's saying he's from New Jersey. Don't overanalyze. I don't it get here. it. And they're in Michigan? I thought they were in New York, but then now obviously they're in Oh wait. Grand Rapids. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. 
point, yeah. They're in Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's why I'm so confused by this whole New York, New Jersey nonsense. Maybe it's in New York. They were like, we serve New York bagels or something. Maybe he said, I'm I'm not from New York. I'm from New Jersey. And she's like, oh, well, New York's where they make the good bagel. I have no idea. Or he probably just has a complex about the bagels. He seems to have a complex <laughs> about a lot of things. Why? What gave you that idea? Jesus. <laughs> Honey, listen. And I see the picture. He's probably like in his late 20s. Like, yeah. Don't call people, not be that. Calling people that. Not that anyone should, but especially that. I called Allie that once. Oh God. She hasn't spoken to me. He's sicko. It's terrible. Terrible. But no, don't don't call strangers that. Don't call strangers that. All right. Um, this next one. Hold on, I need a drink. One sec. I got some forties in my couch. If you want one. This one's bad. Oh. Oh. This one has everything. Oh, no. You sound like Stefan. This place has everything. <laughs> Raisins in, in your locks. <laughs> uh, I love, I love, I love those. I just went on one of those weird YouTube sprees where I just watched like a compilation of every Stefan video. I'm ever. pretty sure John Mulaney was the creator of Stefan. Really? Yes. And he wrote the character, like wrote all everything, but he would change it last minute oh so, so bill that... hater didn't know what he was that's why he laughed it would break so hard because he didn't know what he was going to be reading you know it's that thing of like where <laughs> okay oh don't you guys think it's funny when we refer to things that are funny by but, not actually and also in things? our like sibling way where we're like we get each other and then people on the outside are like what's happening oh, here oh my god okay okay Sorry. so go on so this is sent in by kendall who says oh hello Oh, hello. Hey, John Mulaney was in um, a uh, uh, play, like a comedy play thing out here called Oh, Hello. Funny. He like start, he, he and somebody else, I forget who, were in a play called Oh, Hello. And I only know this because Alexis went to see it. And I had this bad habit for a long time of going, oh, hello. Like every time I greeted someone. Yeah. And it drove her absolutely nuts because I guess in the play they just kept saying, oh, hello. And that was her thing. Anyway, sorry. Oh, wow. Speaking okay, of John well, that's, Mulaney. That's weird timing. Well. That's what Kendall says. Fun fact. And Kendall loves us both and had to share this train wreck of a review of a foot massage place down the road from her. Fantastic. Um, Much love from Austin, Texas. Oh, hi. I'm going there soon. So, well, this is actually Jing Massage in, uh, it says Jollyville, Texas. I wonder if they wrote that in themselves because then if you look at the actual map, it says Austin. But I like Jollyville. I do too. But this is not what you're going to, you're not going to get Jollyville. I do, but I don't. Okay. I'm going to tell you. I, I, just like that Amazon review, I like honesty in my reviews. And I'm going to be very honest when I tell you there is not a single punctuation mark in this entire <laughs> review. Not, not one. Not an exclamation point. Not a period. Not a comma. Okay. Not, not a question mark. Nothing. Just one big sentence. I, and it is, it takes up two images worth oh, on my phone. So I'm just going to go. If you react and interrupt me, I will stop, but I'm going to just go. Just go. Like, I'll so, tr- I'll try no, not. no, feel free to interrupt me because I think I'll need a breath at some point. Got it. And you will react. When you're, I'll watch your <sighs> face and when your circulation starts to get fully cut off, I'll interrupt. Okay. Well, we got these new podcast chairs. <laughs> you just stick your face the in ho- it. Face holes. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Here's a review of Jing Massage by Nick. One star. 
Highway robbery. Nice establishment. Clean facility. I wish I could say the same about the staff. I walked in wanting a half-hour massage with hot stone, just on my neck and shoulders only. Nowhere else. I persistently said nowhere else over four times. Remind you that a half-hour massage is $40, and the hot stone is $5. The lady up front who I found out later really wasn't a lady, but was just a very mean person, told me that she was going to not charge me for the hot stone, so I said that's fine. When she took me to the back, she had a different person come in and massage me, who I might add was doing a very poor job at it. I repeatedly showed her the area on my neck and shoulder that I wanted her to massage, and she repeatedly told me that it's okay, I rub here for now. So me being a carefree kind of guy... Oh, clearly. <laughs> oh, and it gets even better. I figured that this was all in the package deal. She consistently rubbed areas all around my lower back and my arm areas that I did not tell her to rub. After about 15 minutes, she left the room and came back, damp towel, and wiped my back off and told me that she was finished. I asked her what about the hot stone, and she told me that my time was up. I figured maybe she did not speak good enough English, so I asked for the lady that was up front. She entered the room, very frustrated, and said that yes, my time was up, and if I want hot stone, I have to pay her for another 30 minutes, what would be an extra $40. I reminded her about the areas that I wanted massage with hot stone, and was willing to pay the $40 plus $5 for the hot stone, when I first enters the facility, and she persistently told me that if I want hot stone, I need to pay for another 30 minutes because my time was already up. I told her that's not my fault. I told the lady repeatedly not to rub anything else besides the one area that I literally showed her over four times with hot stone. She started talking to the person who massaged me in their foreign tongue, and then the lady... Their foreign tongue? <laughs> Stop it. Someone's speaking in tongues, and it's not them. This Someone's guy's also like not freaking... a lady. What did he say? I found out she was not a lady. Because... But I'm very mean person <laughs> sure that makes sense um and the lady who massaged me changed completely into a very nice person and started telling me all kinds of naughty things that she can do for me for extra cost so don't get me wrong i would not mind a little something something huh? but when you look like a freight train hit you in the face backed up and then hit you in the face again at full speed plus to top it off i never had to pay for any type of side action a day before in my life so I did all I could do. I got to my feet, put my t-shirt back on, went to the front door, asked for some type of discount since I did not get the services that I requested, and was shy about 15 minutes of a full 30-minute massage. All she could say was my time was up and that she keeps records of whenever phone numbers call her facility, and she said that my phone number called her facility before asking for a foot massage and how much she charged. I asked her, what does that matter if I called to ask about pricing before... Her reply was, I owed her $40, and that's final. I paid her and told her that I was going to leave her a review. End of review. What is happening? I have a headache. Me too. I quit. Yeah. So, um, a lot there to unpack. That got really... That just turned really quick, turned sour really quickly. Yes. And there's a response from the owner. Oh my god! Mm -hmm. Here's what they have to say. You still owe me $40. And thank God there's punctuation this one. Not much, but some. Even though it's not their mother tongue? Yeah, no, there's there's a lot more punctuation here. Nick, I remember you called me before at my work phone, and I had record about you bargained the price and asked foot massage two weeks before. I had very clear conversation with you and also recommended you go some good foot massage. The price was much cheaper. But today, when you came to my place, I had very clearly explanation about hot stone for free, and $40 had covered the service. But when 30 minutes almost passed, you asked my massage therapy to 
to explain to you why she didn't give you hot stone first. I said hot stone is the last service because you want in very short 30 minutes to give you deep massage and also your shoulders are very wide. Whatever I explained to you about we would love to extend hot stone for 10 minutes longer without any cost, but you said that is not acceptable. I wish you can come back someday and we will try our best to service you again. End of response. Don't come back. Don't go back there. Yeah. How about Nobody you? Nobody wants that. Everyone just stay apart and separated oh, forever. God. Uh, yeah. So apparently they were like, well, here's how it works. And then he was like, but I want it this way. And she was like, but I clearly told you that is not how this works. And after 30 minutes, you were mad you haven't gotten hot stone, but we always do the hot stone at the end. And I offered to give it to you for free. And you said that's not acceptable. And then he wrote that awful review. Oh, my God. Also, your shoulders are too wide. Yeah. Yuck. Well, I hated that. I know. I knew you would. Well, you said that yours was bad. Yeah. Before you read it. And I was like, okay, good, because I'm going to read my bad one after that one. Mine was much worse. Well, I have one um, that's not quite as bad, but uh, it is a review sent in. Oh, who sent that, by the way? That was Kendall. Thank you, Kendall. Yeah, thank you so much. For that trash. (laughs) Um, This is from Grace. Grace says, hey guys, I'm a new follower of your podcast and it's everything I've wanted in a podcast. I thought you guys needed to see my favorite bad review for the West Elm Registry app. I attached a picture of it for you. I hope you get as much joy from this as I do. One star forever, Grace. West Elm is that uh, furniture store, right? Yes. They have like um, household goods. Got it. Yes. So... The, re- the app in general has 4.6 out of 5 stars. I know how much you like apps after the Thanksgiving. I do. I really do. Yeah. So this says, one star by Jimbo. If I could give zero stars, dot, dot, dot. That's a subject. This app has ruined my day twice now. And if I could wish violence on an app, this would be the one. I'm just confused why anyone thought it would be a good idea to group products so that scanning each item on your registry takes six minutes while you scroll through everything else in the collection. It quit on me twice and I had to delete and re-download it. I don't understand why meteorologists in Alaska who predict the weather are going to jail and this app developer walks free. Whoa, what? End of review. Can you give us some insight into the Alaska situation? <laughs> uh, How did you not Google that? Because uh, I got these about two minutes before we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> jail. Ask Alaska meteorologist jail. From weatherman to accused terrorist, jailed former Alaskan opens up. Anchorage Daily News. Now Paul Rockwood Jr. is a convicted terrorist serving eight years in a federal prison. Um, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> you know, the usual. The usual. Wow, this is a very heavy article. Um, it looks like there's a lot going on about 9-11 and Islam. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so I don't... What does that have to do with being a meteorologist? I have... Tr- well... I just read the word anchorage, and I thought, anchor? No, I don't think that's what it is at all, actually. Um, I assume that's the city that it's happening in, but... I don't know. Weather, here, weather. Anchorage, Alaska? Oh, a little more than a year ago, he was a weather forecaster at a remote outpost in King Salmon, Alaska, population 442. King Salmon, Alaska? (laughs) What? This is the real story. There's a King Salmon, Alaska? Yeah, you gotta put it on the... Sort of a raise a bagel. <laughs> <laughs> he and his wife with close oh, 
He and his wife, he with close-trimmed red beard and shy smile, she with her rosebud cheeks and sweet English accent, Oh my God! lived in a two-story frame house strewn with toys. They were popular dinner companions and regulars at community theater productions. Now Paul Rockwood Jr. is a convicted terrorist, serving eight years in a federal prison. Um, yeah. Since their arrest in 2010, accused by the FBI of drafting and delivering a list of targets for terrorist attacks, friends and neighbors have been left in confusion, wondering how the nice young couple could have turned into the terrorists next door. Okay, so this has... It's not like, oh, this guy was arrested for being a bad meteorologist. (laughs) No, (laughs) He literally was arrested for being a terrorist. For uh, planning actual terrorist attacks. And yet this guy is like, well, these app developers created a bad (laughs) app, so therefore... My ottoman got deleted three times. (laughs) Um, Also, the last line in this, the last paragraph, there's a line. After the charges came to light, King Salmon was in shock. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting on his beautiful throne. (laughs) I can just picture him. Anyway, so that's that. Well, thanks for that. You learn something new every day. We're an educational podcast. (laughs) Yeah, about really important things. Okay, anyway. Uh, Okay, I've got one more. This is from Casey. Oh, also thank you, Grace, for that. Oh, yes. And also, I'm sorry, I hope your registry is turning out better than King Salmon's. Yes, Or whatever that guy's name was. Um, okay, so this is from Casey, the non-binary Hatchimal. Oh! I think Casey changed that in their um, Twitter bio. I, I think, think that was a whole thing. I think I remember this, this because I think on Facebook Live, I might have given, I might have used the wrong pronouns by accident, oh. and then they, I'm pretty sure they wrote, I'm a non-binary Hatchimal. That's hilarious. And I didn't get it at first, and then later I was like, oh, I think they were trying to be nice and be like, you <laughs> fucked up my pronouns. So, well, if that's the case, Casey, I apologize. Well, Casey adored this podcast in in may but <laughs> we any, don't know if that if that's still the case so sad um and we'll give it six stars if they could cliche but true thank you um so this is a review of um their school's partner university writer university great um most of and this is what they say most of us at my school hate this place for completely unrelated finance related reasons so obviously i wanted to look at their yelp reviews for some quality drama i found this review and had to share it even though it's short and here's some context recently Ryder made headlines because one of their deans resigned over the president's decision not to put a chick-fil-a on campus <laughs> specifically she resigned because she felt her religious beliefs were under fire oh for god's sake okay so this is what Bill wrote about Ryder University. One star. Sorry, just to clarify. So the president wanted a Chick-fil-A. No, the president did not and said because of the anti- their anti-LGBT Oh, okay. That makes more sense. And we will not have Chick-fil-A on our campus. And, then and they the made... dean resigned because of it. Oh, the saying, dean resigned. The dean resigned saying, well, my religious beliefs are under fire because we can't have Chick-fil-A here. For God's sake. So this is what Bill says. Okay. One star. I like chicken sandwiches. My kid likes them too. So I pay for college, and my kid can't get a chicken sandwich for this weak organization's fear of offending a certain student population. Last time I looked, you're hurting financially. End of reveal. <laughs> and these, these good, good waffle fries will change I mean, everything. I mean, goddammit, if you like chicken sandwiches so much, make your own, or go to the cafeteria where I assume they sell chicken sandwiches that aren't Chick-fil-A chicken sandwiches. Oh, yikes. Or just drive to a friggin' Chick-fil-A. 
get over it. Oh my god, right? I I don't I don't like that guy. No. But I'm glad that Dean resigned. That's kind of cool. I was going to say like, oh, okay. you're right, you're Go right. For it. Cuz it's like, "Oh, you resign. Ooh, because you're religious. Now what? Like <laughs> you're from, just sitting at home like It's like from Willy Wonka when Willy Wonka's like, "Oh, no. Wait. Yeah. Come back." And it's like <laughs> doesn't actually mean it. Like, and um, what are you going to say in your next interview like, "Oh, I resigned because they wouldn't give me my chicken sandwiches that hate." Well, that Dean is actually at, like, uh, Texas Christian now. <laughs> Stop it. Just found the right place to be. Uh, that Dean is actually, they became... Horned Frogs. Andy Dalton. Is that for real? Yeah. I heard he became... TCU. I heard that Dean became um, a weatherman in King Salmon, Alaska. Oh, my God. <laughs> quite a tale for the ages. <laughs> Ended up in prison. We're not sure how. I think they made a bad app or something, but... Something about <laughs> app developer. <laughs> he tried his hand at it. Um, yeah. Nobody would hire him. I don't know what we're talking about anymore, but um, Casey, thank you for sending that. Thank you, Casey. That's actually a pretty excellent little story that you got there. I mean, oh, it, it's I like terrible, that. but it's yeah. like an excellent little uh, and it's a nice, saga. And a nice little light on some cockroaches. Oh, God. That's a little dramatic. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, okay. So the last one I have is from Adelaide. The person, not the city. Okay. Adelaide says, Hiya. I was recently reminded of a piece of literature I used to read as a youth. And okay, this, this let me is guess. what got me excited. Let me guess. I don't... Um, I recognize it, oh, but I, I don't, don't know I, it. I was going to guess um, highlights. Oh, I love a good highlights, but no. I do wonder if I went back and read those now, what they would mm-hmm. be like. Fun, probably. Probably. Um, this is a book called The Best Nest by P.D. Eastman. Do you know this book? It does not ring a bell. I'm going to show you the picture. It's kind of it's yes I do I do I recognize it cover yeah it looks so familiar but you guys actually, Google the cover I recognize it and it essentially so I found the um, so it's not Doctor Seuss it's not Doctor Seuss but it, it it's considered part of the Cat in the Hat beginner books like Got they have it. a it's whole like, yeah. series of kids books so keep that in mind um the the little label on it has a cat in the hat that says beginner books I can read it all by myself. And nice. I know it's precious, and I'm going to read you the uh, the. Um... You're gonna read the book for us. You can do <laughs> yes, it all by yourself. Oh, <laughs> well, I can't. So That's proud. why I need you to help oh, okay. me. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna read you the little bio or the summary, the synopsis, if you will. It's one line. Illustrated in full color, Mr. and Mrs. Bird's search for a better nest leads them to some peculiar spots. Okay. Okay. Just to give you some. Okay. Uh, culture, first of all. Thank you. And secondly, uh, some context for this review. This is by M. Sanford. Verified purchase of the hardcover format. Subject is... <laughs> Subject is... Why is Miss Bird such a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay. <clears throat> The book leaves you with a sad feeling. Why is Mrs. Bird berating Mr. Bird and using the H word in a kid's book? I don't know what that could... There's no way it says hell in there. There's no way, right? It might be husband? I don't know. H word? D-H, yeah. My (laughs) D-H. Um, heck? My B-H, my bird husband? (laughs) Mm. Holy Spirit? Pecker? What? You said peck. Okay, Holy Spirit. I said heck, not peck. You get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> it's thought, an H word. I thought like a bird. <laughs> oh, no. Hawk? I don't know. Okay. Oh, scary. That is scary. So, anyway. Why Hallelujah. Is 
<laughs> okay, are you done? Yeah, that's my last one. Why is Mrs. Bird berating Mr. Bird and using the H word in a kid's book? She says he can't do anything right, so maybe P.D. Eastman was going through something when he wrote this. Did Mr. Bird cheat on her previously? Or is there another explanation as to why Mrs. Bird is so ungracious and condescending? And Mr. Bird is sort of pathetic himself. Don't get pushed around, man. At the end, he thinks she's dead and he is devastated, but she doesn't feel guilty for making him worried. She's suddenly pleased with what she has because she realizes mediocrity is actually the best she's going to get. Seriously, it's a weird-ass book. These two should just take a break. Uh, End of review. If you're, if you're reviewing these books in your weird, personal, like, adulthood lens, yeah. you have the problem, not the book, I'd No, say. it's... What in the world? That I, is not okay. I also don't... I don't understand. I don't think that's anything that happened. No. In the book. I, I don't know. Someone cheated on Mrs. Bird? <laughs> There was probably little to no evidence of any of that happening, and yet, and yet M, is it? M. Sanford. M. Sanford found a way to project that <laughs> upon this children's book, and then blamed the author's projection. As yeah. If, yeah. Yeah, it's like a, a double entendre, if you will. I won't. Okay. Uh, also, That's I just funny. love how, like... Um, sexist this is of like why is she so ungracious toward her husband yeah i mean her toward her like what BH. if it's the other way around would you would you actually have written this no exactly so also like what do you mean he thinks she's dead like even if any of that's true yeah oh. i don't remember this book but like maybe that does happen i feel like a lot of children's books are more disturbing than we remember yeah could um, be i mean like dr seuss was mostly about like i mean he wrote about like communism and stuff and it was like critiques of communism so yeah but that at least had a purpose behind it true i mean i don't know that i don't know if i i should probably read this book before i you know continue to talk further about it um i have a feeling that mr bird did not cheat on mrs bird though at the very <laughs> least without reading this book i i have a feeling that didn't happen <laughs> or if it did it it was didn't involve the children yes yes um so oh true. my god this is insane anyway so thank you adelaide for sending thank that you in. adelaide uh, I love that they were like, I was reminded of this uh, piece of literature I used to read as a youth, and then I saw this garbage. Um, oh, they said, I was curious as to what would encourage someone to write a poor review of a children's book, and I was not disappointed by what I found. Yeah, people have issues. Personal problems. That'll also, it's it. not like you're reading... Uh, this person sounds like they're not reading it to their children. They're just no, yeah. trying to enjoy it themselves. <laughs> and the H word is in Or it. they w- rem- woke up one day and was like, well, remember that book? Man, I have a problem with that book. <laughs> that book ruined my life. Yeah. My wife cheated on me after <laughs> that. I read that book when I was five. My, I'm sorry, my BH, my bird, my BW, my bird wife. <laughs> bird wife. <laughs> What's the H word? I don't know. It's got to be husband, Someone right? write in, tell us. Right. Somebody read me that book and tell me what it says. Um. Anyway. All right. That's all I have. <laughs> yeah, I'm out too. That was a good end. Oh, that was such a weird one. I love that. I love children's book reviews. We should do that That's as funny. a challenge I like someday. That too. <laughs> That's a good one. All right. Well, well, thank you everyone who wrote in. If you'd you. like to write one in for uh, next month. January. January. It'll be our first wow, 2020, 2020 episode. Uh, please feel free to um, send us an email at beach2sandy at gmail.com with the subject between you and us. And we look forward to hearing from you. That's right. Thanks All for right. listening. Don't say the H word. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.